Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You have to keep your wits about you today. I don't remember anything. Okay, well, just don't get distracted. Hi. I'm sorry to interrupt. Um, I'm supposed to meet with... Ooh, that's a pretty scarf. I'm Jared Hall from Entertainment Weekly, and here's what to watch on Leap Day, Thursday, February 29th. We are counting down today's top three must-see picks from TV and movies. But first, your entertainment headlines. Alan Richson is no stranger to playing iconic superheroes after his short but memorable stint as Aquaman on Smallville, but it turns out that he was also destined to play a literal comic book god until he bombed the audition. In a new men's health cover story, the Reacher star reveals that he could have played Marvel's Thor in the titular 2011 movie, and that the casting team told him that the role had been his to lose until he messed it all up. Richson told the magazine, quote, I didn't take it seriously. I was like, they'll throw me the part if I look like the guy. Nobody really cares about acting. After his audition, the feedback his team got was that he didn't show that he had the craft, and the role ultimately went to Chris Hemsworth for a career-defining run in what would become the Marvel Cinematic Universe. A full decade later, Richson is star of Prime Video's chart-topping Reacher, the TV adaptation of Lee Child's novels. Former Bravo celebrity Leah McSweeney has filed a civil lawsuit against employers Andy Cohen and Bravo that allege a, quote, rotted workplace culture during her time on The Real Housewives of New York City. In the complaint filed Tuesday in New York, McSweeney alleges that Cohen and Bravo, as well as parent companies NBC, production company Shed Media, and producers John Paparazzo, Lisa Shannon, and Darren Ward discriminated, harassed, and retaliated against her as a, quote, woman with disabilities, such as alcohol use disorder and various mental health disorders, all in the name of selling drama. McSweeney, who appeared on seasons 12 and 13 of the series, as well as season three of Ultimate Girls Trip, claims in the complaint that there was a rotted workplace culture that pressured employees to consume alcohol and that she was retaliated against when she tried to stay sober. The complaint alleges producers intentionally orchestrated scenarios that McSweeney says were intended to exacerbate her disabilities in order to create morbidly salacious reality television. The reality TV star also alleges Cohen has a proclivity for cocaine use with housewives and other Bravo liberties that he employs, claiming that the presenter tends to provide the housewives with whom he uses cocaine with more favorable treatment and edits. In response to the complaint, a rep for Cohen told EW that the claims against him are, quote, completely false. Bravo and Shed Media did not immediately respond to EW's request for comment. And Richard Lewis, the comedian and actor known for his neurotic, self-deprecating humor, his distinctive delivery, and his recurring role as a fictionalized version of himself on Curb Your Enthusiasm, died Tuesday at his home in Los Angeles. He was 76. His publicist, Jeff Abraham, said Lewis passed away peacefully after a heart attack. Lewis announced his retirement from stand-up last year and disclosed that he had been living with Parkinson's disease. He said at the time that he would continue to act and write, and he can currently be seen in the final season of Curb. 
Lewis rose to prominence with his unique brand of stand-up in the 70s and 80s, appearing on The Tonight Show with Johnny Carson 22 times. He was a frequent guest on other late-night shows, including Late Night with David Letterman, and he moved on to a starring role in the sitcom Anything But Love alongside Jamie Lee Curtis in 1989. Lewis also delivered scene-stealing supporting turns in numerous films, such as Robin Hood, Men in Tights, and Leaving Las Vegas. Lewis began his long run on Curb Your Enthusiasm in 2000 in the show's first episode, working with his longtime friend Larry David. His other screen credits included Seventh Heaven, Two and a Half Men, The Simpsons, Alias, Everybody Hates Chris, Law and Order Special Victims Unit, Bojack Horseman, She's Funny That Way, and Sandy Wexler. For more on those stories, plus other news, reviews, interviews, and more, head on over to EW.com. One of Australia's biggest pop stars is sharing the tribulations of his journey to stardom in our number three pick today, the new documentary, Kids Are Growing Up, a story about a kid named Leroy. The young rapper and songwriter stars in the documentary that's not just about his rapid rise to stardom, ties to Juice World, and collaborations with Justin Bieber, but also what it's like to be at the pivotal moment in your life, reaching adulthood, but doing it in the public eye. Here's the trailer. I was born Charleston Howard, also known as the Kid Leroy. I'm from Australia, by the way. The Kid Leroy is one of the biggest stars on the planet. He's only 18. I'm actually in love. And he's just tearing up the world. I always wanted to be like the hometown hero. Feels like so much pressure, and that gets in my head a lot, thinking maybe one day it could just not happen. I'm just really anxious. Where we are now, I saw that way back. I had an incredible mentor. He taught me a lot about life. He has so much life left to live. That just should not be placed on anybody. As bad as everything got in the personal life, the music was kind of starting to go like this. No, Justin Bieber, just hear me, let's go! You can see the rise of a star through his own eyes today. Kids Are Growing Up, a story about a kid named Leroy, is on Prime Video now. Number two. In season one of The Tourist, our number two pick today, viewers were introduced to a mysterious Irish character played by Fifty Shades star Jamie Dornan, who wakes up in an Australian hospital with no memory of how he got there or of anything else. Well, season two of the thriller show relocates the action from Down Under to the Emerald Isle as Dornan's still amnesia-stricken character returns home with his girlfriend, played by Danielle McDonald. Here's the trailer. I don't remember anything. It was mailed to the police station while you were still in hospital. Maybe it's time you find out who you really are. Detective Sergeant Rory Slater. I hear somebody's gone missing. It's my boyfriend. You'll want to be very careful. These people, they're not messing around. Where that's the one that's your Oh, can you not put the gun? Can you not put the gun, please? What is it that makes me the enemy? I need to know. Do you have any idea what it's like to wake up every day and realize that you've no idea what you've done? You can't just keep running away. Where even are we? 
No idea. Just like old times. While Doran learns about his past, he also finds himself in a great deal of trouble with the plot thickening to Guinness levels of density and the twists continuing to arrive until the very end. Season two of The Tourist is streaming now on Netflix. It's trivia time. Jamie Dornan's relatively short acting career has already seen him work with some great directors. But which of these three has Dornan not worked with at least twice? James Foley, Kenneth Branagh, or Sofia Coppola? Stick around for the answer and today's number one pick, What to Watch. We'll be right back. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to EW's What to Watch. Elsbeth Tassioni is back on television. Robert and Michelle King are transporting the eccentric lawyer who the Good Wife fans know and love from Chicago to New York City, where she'll begin a new journey working alongside the NYPD. Using her very unique point of view, her brilliant observations will both help and frustrate the officers she'll be working with. We have a sneak peek at the episode where Elsbeth meets one of those officers. Hi. I'm sorry to interrupt. Um, I'm supposed to meet with... Ooh, that's a pretty scarf. Thank you. I'm meeting with Detective um, Smullen. I called Captain Wagner's office and they said he was here. Is Smullen expecting you? Oh, I don't think anyone's expecting me. <laughs> no, I decided to come a day early to see New York. I'm Elspeth Tassioni. I'm part of the uh, thing. The thingy thing. The thingy thing? Uh, consent decree. I'm the outside observer. The wrongful arrest lawsuit. Right. Right. This way. Okay. Prepare yourselves. Elsbeth debuts tonight at 10 on CBS. And finally today, the answer to our trivia question. Which of these three directors has Jamie Dornan not worked with at least twice? James Foley, Kenneth Branagh, or Sofia Coppola? Well, it's not James Foley who directed the last two Fifty Shades movies. Dornan also appeared in Kenneth Branagh's recent films Belfast and A Haunting in Venice. That just leaves Sofia Coppola. Dornan's first film role, his only one with her, was a minor appearance in Coppola's Marie Antoinette. And that is it for our show today. We'll have more news and musty picks for you tomorrow, so be sure to follow or subscribe to What to Watch so you don't miss our daily recommendations, more of which can be found at EW.com. I'm executive editor Jared Hall. You can find us on X, formerly known as Twitter, at EW and at Jared Hall. Thanks for listening and have a great day. 
This episode of What to Watch was written by Dustin Nelson, Clark Collis, Alaman Johannes, and EW staff. Edited by Sammy Junio and hosted and produced by Jared Hall. What to Watch.